Jibby, come a little bit in this, close. Yeah. We got a good crowd today, Samaji, after the after the storm. Today's talk was birthday by huh? today's talk was birthday by date. I see. Eighteenth, <laughs> right? Today the eighteenth. That live stream last Saturday, you were still in 195 people watched my We attended our class. Yes. Amazing. Quiet is Laguna Beach. On top of my iPads <laughs> above, I need to get the set up. Mm -hmm. my, yeah, yeah. Some of our devotees from London, South Africa, they watched our classes here in Nakali Mandir or Satsang, they watched. <laughs> What minute they listen? And then some of you that put on podcasts, people listen as 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 audio people, many but hundreds of people. One listen. problem with podcasts, what is called live stream, or what do you call it? Uh, podcast is just audio that gets put on the on the on the website later. This is through Facebook live it's live uh, live live stream, I think. Yeah. But Chicago Center is in trouble uh. because people. Once at home, they do not come to the temple. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we started it, Swamiji. People would watch at home and not come to the temple. <laughs> this is actually our reason, Swamiji. <laughs> but if the people do not come to the temple, there will be no income. That's the point. They can send in their credit card number, no problem, Swamiji. <laughs> Everything by internet now. Tabukatamritam Tapdajivanam Kavibiritam Kalmashapaham Shravanamangalam Shri Madatatam Bubigrinantiji Puridayanaha The nectar of the world is the life for those who are scorched by the world. The words which have been uttered by the nurse of truth, which wipe out sins the very hearing of which is beneficial, which are beautiful, pleasing to the ears, pleasing to the hearts, which are inexhaustible, those who recount them on the earth 
are the givers the plenty om shanti 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 peace 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 be and all tonight i shall talk to you about blessed meditation i watch on a book in bengali dhyana loke sri ramakrishna ramakrishna in the abode of meditation 17 chapters this is one of the chapters <coughs> name of the chapter is dhyana mangalam mangalam means blessed if you meditate what good will come to your life and why should you meditate sometimes i may read sometimes i shall talk to you people in this world seek the result of their actions some expect good results even performing bad actions what shall i achieve if i go to the shrine and meditate closing my eyes Once in Madras, a monk complained to Swami Brahmananda, the spiritual son of Sri Ramakrishna, "I am not getting any result. I am just meditating, no result." Swami Brahmananda did not answer his question at all. He just kept quiet. When that monk went to the shrine for meditation, Swami Brahmananda asked his attendant, "Hey, take this apple and put in front of him." <laughs> So what happened? After it is the custom after meditation, the monks came to pay their respect to Shri Brahmananda. Immediately, Brahmananda looked at him and said, "Did you get the fruit? <laughs> Mani, the result in Bengali is called fruit. Mani, fruit. Did you get the fruit? Did you get the result?" that is the way most people are trying fulfill their desires and self interest krishna mentioned in the gita to work to work alone you are entitled never to its fruit wretched are they who work for results we are so selfish that we demand from our yeah bring it by more down yeah yeah um work um, wretched are they who work for results we are so selfish that we demand from our beloved in exchange of our love what shall we get if we love our beloved lord this kind of bargain in love is extremely inferior love swami vivekananda says love is a triangle first angle of the love triangle is love knows no fear what there is fear there cannot be any love impossible second bargain no bargain i shall give you 1 million dollar will you love me you cannot buy love that way it comes spontaneously in the heart from the heart i sometimes mention about these things about love it is a 
feeling comes from the heart which you cannot express. The moment you say, I love you, that is not words killeth, letter killeth. It does not work that way anyhow. There are two words in Bengali, bhalo laga or bhalo basha. How do you like my food? I'm bhalo legacy. I liked it. Or bhalo basha means, bhalo laga means it is toward me. I liked it. Or bhalo basha means I love you. It goes outward to a, to a person. And another is inward, me. If this is the true polar, polarization of love. One is toward me, another is towards others. We think of that person day and night whom we love. We wish to offer our body, mind, everything to that person. And we long for that person's welfare always. In family life, mutual love and service bring peace and happiness. And in spiritual life, love for God brings peace, joy and liberation. What shall we get from liberation? Med sorry, meditation. If one meditates <coughs> daily and regularly, it will produce auspicious results to that person and others will get benefit from it. In Bhutti Kaibha, when Vishamitra came to take Rama and Lakshmana to kill the demons, King Dasharatha was reluctant to give his sons to the sage. So he was trying to dissuade him. Dhyana Mangalam, O sage, you meditate. Is that meditation is good? Because if your meditation is good, it will bring welfare to the community, to the country. Because all of your blessings and good wishes will pervade. He was talking about the sage. Not that, how are you? How is your body? How, how is the, how is the uh, climate? No. Dhyana Mangalam. Is your meditation good? Our ancient sages gave us unrestricted freedom regarding meditation. Potentially says one can meditate on any object one likes. It will calm the mind. What a wonderful advice. There is no narrowness, no restrictions, no deficiencies. The sage gave us freedom for practicing meditation knowing that we are all seekers of God. But if anyone tries to meditate on lust and gold, it would be disastrous. Some people think concentration and meditation are synonymous. That is not right. Please try to remember, there are eight limbs of yoga. Yama, inner control. Niyama, outer control. Asana, posture. Pranayama, breath control. Pratyahara, withdrawing the mind from the sense objects. In the sixth stage is dharana, concentration. Seventh, meditation. Eighth, samadhi. So concentration 
let me give an example. The best example is, here is a bird, but it's a hummingbird. It's before it sits on a flower, its feather vibrates, and it makes gun 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 sound. That is concentration. And when that bee sits on the flower and begins, begins to sip honey, at that time no movement, no sound. That is meditation. It is a very good example to visualize how a bee, before sits on the flower, one stage, and when it sits on the flowers. That is the difference between concentration and meditation. In Guruda Purana, they, they calculated the time which it takes 12 pranayama, that is one unit concentration. 12 pranayama multiplying by 12 means I come, I express things this way. Not exactly. But if 12 seconds, if you keep your mind on a particular object, that is one concentration. And 12 seconds multiplying 12 means 144 seconds, means 2 minutes, 24 seconds. If you keep your mind on one object, 2 minutes, 24 seconds, that is one unit meditation. And 144 multiplying 12 means 1728 seconds, if you can keep your mind in one place, that is one unit samadhi. So anyhow, that is my, my approximate calculation, not exact. <laughs> Guru Purana gave the exact calculation that what is one unit samadhi. Very interesting. A spiritual aspirant should practice japa and meditation according to instruction of his or our guru. Afterwards, if there is time, there is no restriction to make adventure in his spiritual life. Sri Ramakrishna himself demonstrated it in his life. After illumination, the Master received command from the Divine Mother to stay in Bhava Mukha, an exalted state in which aspirant keeps his or her mind on the border between the Absolute and Relative. Let me explain this Bhava Mukha a little bit. Sri Ramakrishna is in Bhava Mukha. Bhava means idea. Mukha means mouth. Mouth of the idea. When all thoughts come from that source. So here this side is the infinite, Brahman. This side is Jeev Jagat, universe and this creation. So Sri Ramakrishna is seated in the borderline. He is teaching, sitting in this Bhava Mukha. It is the border between the infinite and the finite. What is happening to Sri Ramakrishna? The moment he is looking like this, he is merging into Brahman and going to into Samadhi. The moment he turns his face this side, he sees these human beings are suffering. So he comes forward to help. So that is the position of Sri Ramakrishna. That is Bhava Mukha. It is a very mysterious realm. Just like a ball, 
sometimes floating on the surface of the ocean, when a wave comes, it goes again inside the ocean. So Sri Ramakrishna's mind is moving like this, sometimes merging into the infinite and sometimes to the finite, helping people. Sri Ramakrishna said that why did he make adventure? After realizing God, why did he start to practice Judaism, Islam, Christianity, and different paths of Hinduism? Why? Look what he said. One who lives near the sea sometimes has a desire to find out how many pearls are hidden in the ocean depths. Similarly, after realizing the Divine Mother and being constantly near her, I thought that I should see her multiple forms. You know, ordinary spiritual seeker, after realizing God, I got it, no more. <laughs> but Sri Ramakrishna is not like that. After realizing God, he made adventure. <coughs> dualism, non-dualism, Ramayit, Vaishnava, Vedanta, Tantra, ah, so many paths. Well, Ramakrishna can do that. There is nobody in the religious history find like him. As the Master saw his Divine Mother in manifold forms and in various moods, we shall try to see the Master in his various forms and moods. We practice Japa and meditation in front of the Master's picture and think, will our lives be ended only seeing the picture? Our minds oscillated in the swing of disbelief and doubt. Then we experience dejection and monotony, disgust and lethargy. On this point, some stop their spiritual practices. At that time, one needs patience, holy company, studying holy and inspiring books, pilgrimage, and above all, faith in the words of the Guru. A monk went for tapasya and suffering from restlessness and depression. Swami Turiyananda wrote to him on 11th July 1915, Never forget this adage of Swami Vivekananda. Make your own fear, whether you have a companion or not. To whom else should you look for help? The Master used to say, I am and my mother is. That's all. Whom else do you want? The main thing is to adhere to the ideal with patience. If you can do that, Gradually, everything will be favorable. Hold on to the Master. You will be surprised at the result that will follow. The Master used to say, an imitation custard apple reminds one of the real fruit. Similarly, the Master's photograph will remind you of the Master. Feel His presence in His photograph and devote yourself to His service and worship. You will surely be imbued with His Spirit. Just make up your mind to engage yourself in the Lord's work. Let others go whatever they please. You come to stay in your place with your beloved Master. Let your body and mind be absorbed in Him. What will you gain by running around? Days are passing by, never to return. You know, when I was initiated, I was asked to read two books. A Guide to Spiritual Life 
and Turiyananda's letters. Those two books are in Bengali. I translated it into English. A Guide to Spiritual Life and Spiritual Treasures. If you read those two books, you will not have to ask any spiritual question to anybody. I hope. <laughs> we want a spiritual experience and divine inebriation through meditation. There are two kinds of meditation, moving and unmoving. Unmoving meditation, a devotee is seated in front of the master's picture in the shrine. He is intensely seeing the master's feet, knees, hands, chest, face, nose, eyes, ears, head, and the entire body. And then, in closed eyes, he is visualizing the master's form in his heart. Moving meditation, the devotee is seeing through the mental eye that the master is worshipping the mother Kali in Dakshineshwar temple, singing song to her, offering food to her, and performing Vesper for a long time. To visualize each action of the Master is also meditation. Thus we can create various themes of meditation on the Master in Dakshineshwar, Calcutta, and other places, such as Master is listening to the Bhagavat in front of the Krishna temple in Dakshineshwar. <coughs> A light emanated from Krishna which touched the Master and then the Bhagavat. The Master realized Bhagavat, Scripture, Bhakta, Jabuti and Bhagavan, God are one. We can visualize the Master is crying in the Shiva temple, embracing the Lord Shiva and saying, O Mahadeva, there is no limit to glorify your divine qualities. The Master is talking to the Divine Mother sitting under the Panchavati tree facing the Ganges. These are the examples of moving meditation which we find are scattered in the pages of the Gospel of Ramakrishna and Ramakrishna and his divine play. You see, when you have jaundice, you see everything yellow. So when you have this divine collidium in your eyes, you will see everything God, 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 nothing but God. Let me give you an example. Sri Ramakrishna went for a morning walk. He was telling his nephew, Ramlal, Ramlal, look, 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 the Dakshinesha temple. Do you see the temple? Oh, there. But look, the temple is so happy because it is holding the Divine Mother inside. So the temple is getting goosebumps. Look, look. He is seeing the goosebumps on the on the temple. You do not see, I do not see. Sri Ramakrishna saw in that parapet, Mother is with Jezebel here, was walking. She saw that Master Mother was on the brink of that parapet. He was near the veranda in southern veranda out of his room. Hey, Betty, pull it away, pull it away. Hey, girl, you will fall, you will fall. When mother is walking, you know, then from the top she will fall on the ground. Saying so, he went into Samadhi. That is called Primal Chokshu, <coughs> Lava Eye, Divine Eye. Krishna gave that eye to Arjuna so that he can see that cosmic form of Krishna. 
that I will have to create. How? Through love. Love can create that kind of I. The person we love, everything is sweet to us, that our beloved. We do not see any evil in that person. Our, with our creative mind, we can meditate thus in, his, in Sri Ramakrishna's room at Dakshineshwar. The master is seated with dangling feet on his small couch facing east. The devotee is seated on the floor, putting his head on in between the master's knees. He held the master's feet to his chest and began to sing this song. Try to visualize. Sri Ramakrishna's room. He is seated on his cot, a small cot, putting the feet down. The devotee puts his head on Sri Ramakrishna's knees and holding the feet on his chest and singing this song. Nathatumi Sarvashamar Pranadhar Sarasar Nahitumabine Thou art my all in all, O Lord, the life of my life, the essence of essence. In the three worlds I have none else but Thee to call my own. Thou art my peace, my joy, my hope. Thou my support, my wealth, my glory. Thou my wisdom and my strength. Thou art my home, my place of rest, my dearest friend, my next of kin. My present and my future, Thou, my heaven and my salvation. Thou art my scriptures, my commandments. Thou art my ever gracious Guru. Thou the spring of my boundless bliss. Thou art the way and Thou art the goal. Thou the adorable one, O Lord. Thou art the mother tender-hearted. Thou the chastising father. Thou the creator and protector. Thou the helpsman who just steer my craft across the sea of life. It is a beautiful Bengali song. Then, what did Sri Ramakrishna do? <coughs> Sri Ramakrishna to the Jebati, aha, what a song. Natho to me, Shorbushamar. Thou art my all in all, O Lord. Saying this, the Master blessed, his, blessed him, putting his hands on his head. This is a wonderful example of moving meditation. Once Swami Sharadananda, Sri Ramakrishna told Sri Ramakrishna, God does everything. Master, I don't think so. I do. God does not do. With my hands, I do the work. He said, memorize this song and meditate on it. Then you tell me after two weeks. So he memorized this song and meditated on it. Then he came to Swami Sarudar and said, Master, you are right. God does everything. Sri <coughs> Ramakrishna, According to the Bhagavata, one should unite the mind with Krishna in whatever way it is possible. 
रामकृष्ण डेमोनस्ट्रेटेड हाउ वन कैन यूनाइट द माइंड विद गॉड थ्रू कर्म भक्ति ज्ञान एंड योग दिस यूनियन ब्रिंग्स पीस एंड सेपरेशन फ्रॉम गॉड ब्रिंग्स मिजरी ए डेबूटी वेंट टू इज गुरु एंड से स्वामी आई हैव नो पीस इन माइंड दि गुरु एंड आई कैन टेल यू हाउ टू गेट पीस हाउ गिव अप ऑल डिजायर्स वी लिव इन दिस वर्ल्ड विथ फैमिलीज इट इज नॉट पॉसिबल टू गिव अप ऑल डिजायर्स वेल देन लिव विद ओरियन एंगजाइटी रिप्लाई द गुरु बोले तारी बोले अशांति थको लिव उद अशांति नो पीस दि माइंड बिकम्स काम एंड ट्रंकुल वन वन मेडिटेट्स ऑन ब्राह्मण और ईस्ट एंड वेन दि माइंड बिकम्स काम दि वर्ल्ड बिकम्स काम इट इज ए ब्लेसिंग और गुड फॉर्च्यून इफ वन कूज रियलाइज गॉड इन दिस प्रेजेंट लाइफ अदरवाइज इट वुड बी ए टेरेबल डिजास्टर हुई मीन्स दैट पर्सन वुड रोटेट इन द व्हील ऑफ बर्थ एंड डेथ कंटिन्यूअली Nowadays, if few people understand the depth and importance of meditation in this world and especially in the Western countries, they will understand the importance of meditation in this world and especially in the Western countries. Some techniques of meditation are sold to calm the mind. Our scriptures have also mentioned various methods of meditation. Meditation is not possible without the purity of the mind. For that reason, a preparation for self-control is necessary. Every person in this world invariably meditates on someone or something which is normal and natural. A tamasic man meditates on his enemy, and time runs away very fast. A rajasic man meditates on the objects of lust and gold, and a satvic man meditates on God. In the Bhagavatam, while instructing meditation to Uddhava, Krishna used the word Dhyana Mangalam. which means one should meditate on that object which will bring to him good welfare well being prosperity liberation and god realization krishna instructed meditation clearly and methodically to uddhava who was a gyani how to the first step first concentrate the face of your chosen deity at that time do not blink then you it is called thratoka then your eye muscles will be strained and water will come at that time with with that watery eyes close the eyes and then visualize in the heart that is first second step focus your entire mind on the ishtas phase only and just stop all other thoughts meditate on his smiling joyful face Perhaps you have seen that Sri Ramakrishna's picture was in Shamadi. His face was so much joy, as if he cannot hold it, as if his face will crack. Just like a pomegranate, when it ripens, it cracks. So his face was about to crack. So much joy inside. So one should meditate on chosen deity's face like this. Hardship carry that smiling face in the infinite akasha and merge into his. Take that face and carry into the infinite blue space and watch there. Then 
vanish this space forget this space and time no more be absorbed only in the pure brahman then mind also that face also merges into the infinite con- cosmic consciousness then stop thinking do you know what does it mean it means three things mononash vasanakkhay tatvagya these three things happen simultaneously cessation of desires when there are no desires dissolution of the mind mind dissolves when the mind dissolves illumination comes that is the method of yogavashishta ramayana mononash vasanakkhay mononash tattvagya some people repeat mantra mechanically but do not think of its meaning so they do not get joy potentially clearly mentioned tadjapa stadarta bhavanam repetition of the mantra om and meditating on its meaning is the way to calm the mind sometimes we repeat mantra but mind is not on the ishta mind is moving somewhere lips are moving that is very common that is the reason sri ramakrishna says monmuk akkarai dharma what is religion to unite the mind and the speech <coughs> when your mind is there speech should be there and the speech and mind must be united otherwise my mind is not ramakrishna others i am ramakrishna 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 i am repeating i am not seeing the master at all that is the problem at that time what to do do you know what it means it means we have not got the taste once you get the taste you will find you you will really see that is the reason we call it ishto ipshito banchito the person we love we want in our life when we repeat our ishta mantra and visualize the ishta simultaneously we get taste of bliss and that come the mind how can one meditate on the ishta and at the same time repeat his name it is like a dancing girl sings and dances simultaneously how can one live in this world and think of god ramkrishna answered you must have noticed that a man with carbuncle on his back speaks to others in his usual way perhaps he attends to his daily duties also but his mind always on the carbuncle it is like like that live in the world like an immoral woman though she performs her household duties her mind is fixed on her sweetheart this is from the gospel hmm? the boshnabai is adopted that method parabhasanini nari vagrupi girokarmasu tadevashyadanta parasangrasanam if a woman is a paramour secret lover she does all her household work but her mind dwells on the paramour and she thinks the ranjibu or i shall meet him that person boshnabai is adopted that woman's mind in their sadhana let your body work in this family life work everything let your mind dwells in thakur 
in God. How to do it? We taste. Once you get the taste, your mind will be honest, you will see, and you will be in a different realm. That is the reason Sri Ramakrishna said, let the boat be in the water, not water in the boat, otherwise the boat will sink. You live in this world, but don't live in the world. Let not worldliness enter inside you. That was Ramakrishna's teaching. <coughs> While repeating the mantra, one can meditate on his Easter in this way. Suppose a devotee of Rama is repeating Rama mantra and visualizing his Easter Rama is going to be the king of Ajodha. And a big festivity is going on. The devotee becomes very happy. Then he became unhappy seeing Rama, Sita and Lakshmana are going to the forest for 14 years. Again he becomes angry when he sees Ravana kidnapping Sita. Then he is joyful when Ravana is killed. Finally he becomes very happy when Rama ascends the throne of Ajodha. Thus while repeating the mantra, his mind was absorbed with Rama. Different moods are playing in the human mind. Suppose you want to meditate on Holy Mother. I see that she is walking 64 miles barefooted, single shadi, <coughs> a bundle on, his, on her back. Her feet are full of cuts and bruises, crossed five rivers. We get pain when we see mother is walking that way. Again, we have become happy when we see that he, she is cooking for Sri Ramakrishna and she is very happy. Again, we see that when she is suffering from that blood dysentery, when her happiness and misery is connected with my happiness and misery, that is the way you can identify with your Easter. Sometimes see that how, how to live with God. This is the way we can live with God. We can visualize the divine play of God. Our minds are restless. There is no doubt about it. We are experiencing it every moment. People love to watch movie. Why? The screen, you know, pictures are continuously changing. The projector is projecting on the screen. Pictures are moving, 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 and mind also moving, moving, moving. So there is a friendship between movie and the mind. So we love movies. <coughs> if the picture is stand still, it will not work. Oh, <laughs> I, I remember I was making that documentary movie. So I think Usha drove me to to that MGM. So one man told me that, Uncle, we have only slides and we want to make it a little bit motion, you know. Then he said, well, fade in, fade out. Zoom, fade in, fade out. In this way, no slide should be on the screen more than 10 seconds. That man taught us. That is the way we make Ramakrishna BG, GBG and Shamiji's GBG. No 
picture, still picture should not be on the screen more than 10 seconds. Then we, when we are making parables of Ramakrishna, we animated it in Hollywood. Spiritual adventure. One can practice japa meditation prayer simultaneously and can glue the mind to the ishto. Here is a practical suggestion. This is I, my idea. I put it there. A devotee asked me, is Swami japa, prayer and meditation, whether these three things can be practiced simultaneously or not? That is the question. Look. First place, Kamar Pukur. Suppose the devotee repeats Ramakrishna mantra, mentally he goes to Kamar Pukur, sits in front of the master's image, repeats his Ishta mantra hundred times. In each repetition of the mantra, he prays, Master, please remove all my sufferings. Dukkho. Dukkho dur karo. Then he repeats the mantra, meditates on the form and says the prayer simultaneously. This kind of practice will eradicate the mechanical feeling of mantra sadhana, enhance the longing and bring closeness with Ishta through prayer. Truly, prayer is nothing but a dialogue between a devotee and God. Hazra asked the Master, Does God listen to our prayer? The Master replied, Surely, I can assure you, of that a hundred times, but the prayer must be genuine and earnest. Do worldly people weep for God as they do for wife and children? <coughs> so try to visualize Kamar Pukur, Sri Ramakrishna's image. I am seated there, I am repeating my mantra, I am seeing the image and I am praying. You know, Om Ramakrishna, Master, remove my suffering. Om Ramakrishna, Master, remove my suffering. In this way, hundred times. So in each place you will stay few minutes. Otherwise only ten will not do. Ten goes very quickly. Hundred times sit in one place. <coughs> Second place, Jairambhaji. Human mind travels faster than anything in this world. Now we are in front of Holy Mother's image at Jairambhaji. We shall repeat mantra hundred times, visualize the Mother's image, Connect our prayer with each mantra. <coughs> Mother, please remove our worldly desires. Bhog Vashana. As a result of hundred repetitions, we shall be able to stay at each place a little longer time and meditate slowly and comfortably. The Master and Mother are not separate. The same consciousness took two different forms. Moreover, Sri Ramakrishna is the embodiment of all gods and goddesses. Third place. Udbodhan house. We are now at the mother's shrine at Udbodhan, Calcutta. We shall follow our practice of japa and meditation, prayer. Japa, meditation, prayer. These three things, simultaneously. As usual, we shall keep the number of japa hundred times and the object of meditation will be the deity of each place. Here we shall repeat, Mother, please remove our delusion, moho. We have so much moho. <coughs> Fourth place, Dakshineshwar Kali Temple. 
in front of Mother Kali, we shall pray. Mother, please destroy our ego. Ahamkara. The format of Japa meditation prayer will remain the same in all other places. Fifth place, Dakshineshwar Krishna temple. We shall pray in front of Krishna. Lord, please make us pure and give us longing. Pavitrata evang bhyakulata for God. Sixth place, Dakshineshwar Shiva temple. There are twelve Shiva temples in Dakshineshwar and the master embraced the large image which is at the end of the north one, near to his room. We shall pray in front of that image, O Lord Shiva, please accept our service, Shiva. Seventh place, Dakshineshwar Ramakrishna's room. We shall visualize the master seated on his small couch facing east. We shall pray to him, Master, please give us pure love and devotion. Bhav Bhakti. Eighth place, Dakshineshwar Nahabad. We shall pray to the Mother's image. Mother, be gracious and reveal yourself to us. Darshan Dao. Ninth place, Kashipur Ramakrishna's room. We shall pray in front of his picture. Master, may we never forget you. Tumayana Nabhudi. You know, a constant recollectedness brings God's realization. It is in Chandogya Upanishad. Ahara Shuddhau Shatya Shuddhi Shatya Shuddhau Dhruva Smriti Smriti Lambe Sarva Grantinam Vipra Moksha. Ahara Shuddhi. If you eat pure food, Shatya Shuddhi, your mind will be pure. And when the mind becomes pure, Shatya Shuddha Dhruva Smriti, you will get constant recollectedness of God. Shanat Kumar taught this to Narada. Constant recollectedness. And if you have constant recollectedness of God, you will be illumined. Ahar means, don't, Ahar means always food through the mouth. Ahar means which we gather from the sense, senses and feed the mind. That is Ahar. Tenth place, Belun Mat, Ramakrishna's temple. We shall bow down to the master lying at all at full length and pray, Saranagata, Saranagata, Saranagata. We fully surrender to you. That means already 1000 mantras are done. Eleventh place, Belunmach, Holy Mother's Temple. So far we have completed 1000 japa and now the remaining eight times japa we shall finish in front of the Mother's picture. She is the giver of knowledge, happiness, boons and peace. We shall pray to her Mother, you are Sarva Mangala, all auspicious, bestower of, bestow your grace on us, Kripa Karu. Do good to us and all. Bless all beings. As there is no end of God's forms and qualities, so there is no end of His methods of meditation. Ramakrishna says, The heart is the splendid place. Meditate on God there. Our gurus also, during initiation, instructed us to meditate on the Easter in the heart. Our scriptures say, Those who carry the all-species lodge in their hearts they enjoy festivity every day, attain all as 
wealth and goodness. This is the beneficial effect of meditation. Hmm? Nittu Utshava Bhavetesham Nittu Shri Nitta Mangalam Yesham Ridhista Bhagavan Mangalatanam Hari Nittu Utshava that person enjoys festivity all the time. All the time festivity is going on. Nittu Shri Nittu Mangalam Shri means prosperity. Mangalam, blessedness. All prosperity, blessedness comes to that person. Yesham Ridhista Bhagavan Mangalata the all who carries all auspicious God in his heart. That is a small article I wrote. And then I shall talk to you a little bit. I have a 15 minutes, 20 minutes time. How to meditate on the new year? That, that is another chapter. I shall not go the whole thing. I just tell you. There is a custom in every country of the world to welcome the new year. On the new year's day, we try to feel a new impetus or motivation towards life. A desire for newness is hidden in every human heart. So human beings always aspire to see something new, to hear something new, to do or say something new. <coughs> we look at the activities of the previous year and begin to reckon the profit and loss. We check what we have achieved last year, what, we have, what have we lost, what have we known. To retrieve whatever we have lost or could not get or know, we make our New Year's resolution. We start our New Year with new enthusiasm and zeal. We pray to God to give us patience and perseverance to execute our resolution. Welcoming the New Year is not a religious function. I wrote about Babylonians when various customs all over the world, how they observe the New Year. What I wanted to do? That Kashipur garden house on the 1st of January, Sri Ramakrishna became Kalpaturu. That I wrote in this article. That was my main chapter, main focus. On 1st of January, we can imagine the, and visualize through our mental eye that Sri Ramakrishna is lying on his bed in the southeast corner, southwest corner of his room at Kashipur garden house. There is no cot in his room. On the floor, his mattress was on a carpet and mat. It was convenient for him to sleep that way because his body was very weak from cancer. He used to brush his teeth every morning with a twig, scrape his tongue, then Shami Ramkishnananda will help him for wash. He would drink a little fruit juice and in the evening, in the morning, he used to pray to different deities, gods and goddesses and to think about the welfare of his disciples. That day also, last time, he used to eat some farina pudding or chipyuka pudding which Holy Mother made because he could not eat solid food. That day at 3 o'clock he felt a little bit good so he asked his nephew, let us go for a walk. The master put on a red bordered dhoti, a shirt, a coat, a broad 
red bordered chador a cap covering the ears a pair of sandals he took his walking stick lachumaraj and lamlal they held thakur because dukshin is in in kashipur the ujjain steps are very high not this very very high so they grabbed shriram krishna and brought him down stairs and then he came at the garden path garden path it is a very which is a beautiful garden all around flowers and the path is made with bread red brick dust rich people that is the way they because <coughs> through that way their horse carriage will come to the house <coughs> it was a rani kathayani's house so they took rent 80 rupees per month at that time so the moment the disciples Shami Sharadananda and Lachumara saw that Sri Ramakrishna went for work. Immediately they wanted to clean his room. They took Sri Ramakrishna's bed, quilt, pillow in the north, south side on the roof to give them sun bath so that it will be warm, you know. And in winter time, if you get warm bed, it will be good for the master. You know, this thoughtfulness, that love, that counts everything. Do you feel that we find in the lives of the disciples? Anyhow, it was a pleasant sunny afternoon in winter. The red brick dust garden path bent from the main house to the south and then <coughs> turned right towards the gate. The master proceeded slowly southward to the gate. The devotees followed him at a little distance. When he reached the midpoint of the path between the house and the gate, the master saw Girish, Ram, Otul, and nearly thirty devotees are there. They bowed down to him and came to him joyfully. Sir Ramkrishna, hey Girish, what have you seen and understood about me that makes you say all these things that I am an avatar and so on to everyone wherever you go? Unparted, Girish knelt down at the master's feet. Folded his hands before his raised face, and responded in a voice choked with emotion. <coughs> What more can I say of him? Even the sages Bhasma and Balmiki could find no words to measure his glory. Thus, listening to Girisha's words of conviction, Sri Ramakrishna was deeply moved, and went into samadhi. And the disciples, joy, Ram Krishna, joy, Ram Krishna. They are throwing flowers on him. Then he came a little bit down. Semi, they call it ordo bajjo dosha, half ecstatic stage. In that stage, he came. He used three words. Tumadir arki bolbo. What more need I tell you? That is the first sentence. Ashirbad kori. I bless you. Second sentence. Third sentence. Choi tumadir choi ton hok. May you be illumined. These are the three words Sri Ramakrishna used. I wrote a commentary on those three words. That I shall tell you.
please remember <clears throat> that on this auspicious day he appeared last time before all outside the house this is the last public appearance of ramakrishna he lived another eight months bless the devotees collectively second third and expressed his last message to all of course later he blessed and advised some devotees individually then sharadananda gave a vivid description of that poncho that when how sri ramakrishna became kalpadur among the christians during easter they meditate seven words father forgive them for they don't know what they are doing to to the thief i assure you today you will be with me in paradise it is all on the cross three to his mother dear woman here is your son four my god my god why have you for abandoned me five i am thirsty six it is finished seven father i entrust my spirit into your hands now we shall meditate on these three sentences of sri ramakrishna tumader ar ki bolbo what more need i tell you from 1879 to 1885 the devotees and disciples had the company with with the master and listen to his message the blessed m recorded 177 days of the master's conversation in the kathamrita gospel there are 177 entries are there in the gospel 1000 pages book there is no limit how many incidents and talks of the master we have lost there is an ancient greek legend that the swan sings a beautiful song just before death this is the origin of the word swan song it means the last performance of message by a prominent personality like other like that legendary rajhangsho swan parabhangsho ramakrishna tried to say to his devotees look i am giving my message to you continually last 7 8 years now my throat has developed cancer due to long talk day after day and more about taking other sin i have no more strength to speak too much i am now at the end of my life i am telling you the most important thing listen carefully the master used to teach according to the need of the individual a man came and said sir give me knowledge in one sentence the master replied brahman alone is real and the world is unreal he said to another person if you want to know in thousand words go to keshavshen and if you want to know in one sentence come here <laughs> Ashit Bhatkari, second sentence. I bless you all. In Bengali, the word "I" is not there. Shudhi is Ashit Bhatkari. "Ami" is not there. But the verb, it is understood. Observing the verb "kori," "ami kori," "tumi koru," "she kori," "kori," Ashit Bhatkari means "I." That is the nominative. That is understood. But Sri Ramakrishna did not use "I." the master could not utter the word i and mine because his ego was completely uprooted from the, his mind his i was fully blended with god's i on 28 november 
Thakur went to Keshav Shen's house. Keshav was not sick. Keshav's mother said, please bless my son so that he will be all right. Sri Ramakrishna said, who am I to bless your son? Pray to the mother. Then they brought his Keshav's son, Sri Ramakrishna, said, I cannot bless. Then Sri Ramakrishna just caressed his head with his hand. This eye is a mysterious eye, Sri Ramakrishna's eye. Look, Sharudan on the road. It is evident that he attained Nirvikala Samadhi. The master's little or unripe eye completely disappeared. And whenever eyeness was left, was itself as ever connected with this cosmic or ripe eye. Sometimes it would, it would feel itself to be limb of a part of the, of the cosmic eye. And sometimes it would ascend gradually to the level of the cosmic eye and merge in it. The master could therefore grasp all ideas within all minds because all ideas are all minds in the world spring <coughs> from the cosmic eye. <coughs> he was trying, Sri Ramakrishna's eye, sometimes is merging into Brahman, again a little visible, then he can teach. Again, he just soaked into the ocean of Satchidananda, again it rises a little bit. His eye was up and down, up and down into the ocean of Satchidananda. He was floating. We cannot, we cannot comprehend that Sri Ramakrishna's eye like our eye. Becoming Kalpatru, wish-fulfilling tree. Oh, no, Becoming like a mythical wish-fulfilling tree, he would ask the devotees, what do you want? As if he was ready to use his supernormal, superhuman power to fulfill the devotee's desires immediately. Whatever you want, he can give to you. Kalpataru means it is a mythical tree, it is in heaven. Under that tree, whatever you will ask, you will get it. So whatever you will ask Sri Ramakrishna, you will get it. But Sri Ramakrishna, not all of your desires will be fulfilled. If you go and say to a doctor, I want potassium cyanide, will the doctor give? Well, this fellow is going to commit suicide. So sometimes we ask something which is not good for us, so Sri Ramakrishna will not fulfill those desires. Becoming the Kalpacharu, on that auspicious New Year's Day, the Master blessed his devotees. This blessing was infallible. It is not true that the Master became Kalpacharu only for that day. He fulfilled the wishes of his disciples and devotees many times on different occasions earlier. Swamiji said he is actually distributing love. Love, devotion, knowledge, liberation, and whatever one desires, Krishna, Sri Ramakrishna is bestowing upon us whatever he wishes. What wonderful power! Still that master lessons to the devotees' prayer and fulfill them. Tumadev Shakule Chaitan Hok, may you all be illumined. This is Sri Ramakrishna's last public utterance. This utterance is similar to what Tattvamushi, the word that, a great Vedic dictum. In Chandogupanishad, the sage Aruni instructed his son Shetugetu nine times, Dawad that, Dawad that, Tattamushi. And that is the way he got illumination. On that day, there are many devotees, so the Master said, May you all be illumined, and let your hidden Brahman consciousness be awakened. The difference between Tattamushi and Tumade Chaitanok is the wording and not the meaning. That day the master did not stop only saying, may you all be illumined. He touched their chest, 
one by one with the palm of his hand and transmitted the spiritual power to them instantly. In Tantra, awakening spiritual consciousness by touch is called Shambhavi initiation. What is consciousness? I wrote a lot about consciousness from the Upanishad. The Master said one cannot know that consciousness without awakening one's spiritual consciousness. Futile is the human birth without the awakening of a spiritual consciousness. That is the reason on the New Year's Day the Master awakened the spiritual consciousness in the hearts of the devotees. This consciousness is knowledge. The Master further said it is to know one's own self and keep the mind in it. One must light the lamp of knowledge in one's heart to see the Divine Mother. Sri Ramakrishna came to lead human beings from darkness to light, bondage to liberation, so he blessed the devotees saying, Be illumined. He knew the mind goes up and down in the dualistic plane, so there is no permanent peace and happiness there. The dualistic experience is the final goal in spiritual life. That is the reason Thakur said, be illumined. The Briyadana Kupanishad Esha Isha Paramagotihi, Esha Isha Paramashamprad, Esha Isha Paramaloka, Esha Isha Paramananda, Esha Isha Ananda Isha Ananda Bhutani Matra Bhujivanti. This is the Brahman, this pure consciousness, this is the supreme abode, the supreme wealth, the supreme <coughs> bliss. Having that particle of that bliss, we, are, we get joy. What did Sri Ramakrishna did? He promised the day before I leave this world, I shall break the jar of love publicly in front of everybody. What is the jar of love? It is in the village, they generally try to sell their merchandise, they carry the sweets and the sweet <coughs> meat makers, the earthen jar. Some Rasagulla, Shandesh, cards, they carry on their shoulder two, two containers and then in the market. And if that thing breaks, he cannot sell it. So at that time all people go and jump and they, from there then they reach it. It just says Horillot. In the chanting Hori's name, the confetti, you know, the sugar candy they, they throw and people jump and carry and eat. So that happened. He broke the jar of love and distributed to the devotees and they tasted it. By touching, he, ordinary people teach religion, but Sri Ramakrishna, Buddha, Ramakrishna, Christ can give religion. Their one touch, one glance, that's enough. So he was giving religion, touching the chest, and they are seeing God and gave and high ecstasy and visions and all those things, and they are all started to jump and jump and shouting and throwing flowers on Ramakrishna, calling people, come, come, Master distributed this divine love to all of us. So that is happening. They all became crazy, <laughs> getting the <that> job. <up. laughs>
So he fulfilled his promise. Then what happened? Slowly he come down. He came to his room. His nephew with him. Ramlal, Amar Shudir Jolegalo, Jolegalo. Ramlal, my whole body is burning, burning, burning. When you, all these people, the moment he touched them, he sucked all their sins, absorbed them and made them free from sin and gave them illumination. And then bring Ganges water, put all of my body, Ganges water, Ganges water, so that this burning sensation may come. This is the reason he is called Puturu. You see, His avatar can rewrite your fate. He can change your whole life, anything. That, that happened on that day. Ramlal, my hands and feet are burning. Please bring some Ganges water and just sprinkle it on me. He was extremely restless. I asked Ramlal's reminiscences, what happened? He replied, I came into this world secretly with a few close devotees and now Ram, means Ram Chandradattu, is spreading my name. He brings all sorts of people here and asks me to touch and bless them. How much burden can I carry? I got this disease by taking the sins of these people upon myself. Look, I shall not stay in this world any longer. I consoled him, no, 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 you will not have to receive any visitors or touch anybody. Then I brought the Ganges water and washed his hands and feet and gradually he calmed down. Then Swami Niranjananda took a bamboo stick and sat at the gate. Mm -hmm. I won't allow anybody to see the Master. <laughs> the Master's Kalpataru and last public utterance are the objects of our meditation. On this day, the Master borrowed, bestowed fearlessness to the devotees through self-revolution. Being Kalpataru fulfilled their wishes and out of compassion lighted the lamp of wisdom in their hearts. God does not become Kalpataru only for a day. He is always Kalpataru. If we daily meditate on this day's Leela of the Master, then He would appear before us every day as a Kalpataru. Bas! That is the last.